from the city of Saugus, performing their show entitled, All the Queen's Roses. The Centennial Marching in Motion Field Tournament is proud to present the Saugus High School Marching Centurions. Who's been painting my roses red? I'm Jackie McDougal. Hi, I'm Raquel Atalano. And you're entering a world gone good. A world gone good. Well, hello, my name is Steve, and you've entered the place where we shine the light and or find the light in the darkness to prove week after week after week there is still good out there and lots of it. This is World Gone Good, and this is our first show of 20. 23. You can clap. Go ahead. I'll wait. We are excited to start our year with you, and we've got a whole bunch of new good people to bring your way. You can find all the good in one location. Our website, worldgonegoodpodcast.com. Every episode ever, our top five most downloaded of all time. Suggestions for shows you might fancy. It's all there, all there at worldgonegoodpodcast.com. And now, before we dive in, a commercial. Wait, what? We have, <laughs> we have never had a commercial, ever. What is happening? What is happening is quite simple. This March, for the first time in 19 years, I am putting up a stage. You listen to this? I am putting up a stage play, a brand new show in Los Angeles, California. It's called Happy Birthday McKenna, and it's a kind of dark, kind of wrong, kind of hilarious comedy I'd love, love, love to see you there. If you can make it, visit hbmtheplay.com. That's hbm as in happy birthday, McKenna, theplay.com. All the info for the show, including how to get tickets, is available on the site, hbmtheplay.com. That's it. That was our first ever commercial ever, and we all survived it. Few, few, I say. And actually, the play plays into, see what I did there, our guest today. Jackie McDougal is a mom, and Raquel Altalano is a student. And no, they are not related, but they do share a unique connection through the arts, specifically music, a podcast, and a dream to make it all the way to Washington, D.C. Strike up the band, y'all, because Jackie and Raquel are marching on in this is their good story. All right, well, here we are. We are Saugus. We are marching. We are Centurions. There are so many questions I have. I don't even know where to begin. But I'm going to begin here. Jackie McDougal, you and I have like the weirdest cross-crossing past life together. It's it's insane. Because <laughs> we know all the same people. And then we were just talking. I'm like, did we ever meet? And I think we did discuss, decide we did meet. 
We did. We did. And but but it's been like 20 years of similar people. So it's so excellent to finally get to talk to you. And it's weird, Raquel, because we met when we were five. So <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god. No. <laughs> That's old people humor. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now let's talk about this. Um starting here, we sometimes go wide on the show and we move our way in. So, Jackie, I'm going to start with you. Raquel, think about this. Jackie, what's the first musical thing you remember doing as a kid? Singing in a chorus, church, playing an instrument? What was it? Oh, my goodness. What a great question. Um, The first thing I could think of is I was in the church choir for like five minutes. Um, I did a lot of things for five minutes as a kid. But... I did write my first and only song when I was 12, a little pop song that I still know and know I will not sing it. What's the name of it? What's the name of it? You know what? Did I even give it a name? Give us like a line. It was only really, uh, yeah, I can't do it. (laughs) Wait, who's the inspiration though? Like who would the pop inspiration be? Very much during like the Debbie Gibson, Tiffany days. Oh, I love you so much. (laughs) Raquel, what's the first musical moment? What's your first musical moment? I was four years old in kindergarten, and I remember I got this slip of paper. It had a violin and a piano on it, and they just told us to circle one. And so I chose the violin because it looked cool to me. This shape was just like interesting. So my little four-year-old self was like, oh, that one looks funny. I'm going to do that one. And so I've been a violin violinist for 12 years now, 13 years now. Holy cow. What? Where did the slip of paper come? Did it like, go under your bedroom door? Like... <laughs> Was it like was it like some like you know quiet like psst, hey slip of paper where'd you get the slip of paper from who gave you that paper it was, well it was at um at school I don't remember exactly who gave it but it was it was a new school my first my kindergarten year was the year that it opened and so they were going to try out a music program and so they had all the kindergartners just like choose an instrument and then we had I believe Cal Art students would come in and and teach us these instruments and so I just loved it so much I kept doing it. That's amazing. I had the um, clarinet was given to me when I was in seventh grade. I think they sized us up by our height. And I was a really (laughs) small, like 13-year-old. They handed me that clarinet. I took it home for five days, came back in. I was supposed to play some sonata thing. I blew it. They took it away from me and said, go sing in the chorus, kid. Because you had to do one or the other. (laughs) They didn't start you off with a recorder like everybody else? I think that was like fifth grade or sixth grade. But yeah, they really sized us up like, well, you know, he's kind of big. Give him the tuba. She's kind of small. Give her the piccolo. It was pretty funny. (laughs) So here we are. We're talking about the Saugus Marching Centurions. I want to break it down. Each word. Raquel, start us off. Saugus, what's that? Saugus? Yeah, what is it? Oh, it's it's my lovely high school. Okay, so it's a town. Yes, it's a town, and we are Saugus High School in yeah in Saugus. Okay, great, and that's in California. Yes, uh, marching, marching centurions. We are the marching, the proud marching band of Saugus High School. What's a centurion, Jackie? Oh my goodness, that's a great question. I don't understand. Like growing up in Massachusetts, it was like the the cougars and the you know, the Trojans and the, and then my kids go to high school and it's the Centurion. So I had to look it up. Ask Raquel. She should know. You should quiz her because this is Uh how bad. (laughs) It's some sort of, um, it's like a mythical creature, isn't it? No, no, I think it's like, um, 
I think it's like I think it's a soldier. Or like oh, yeah, it's like warrior. one of the old school. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ready for battle <laughs> yeah. with our musical <laughs> instruments. Now, what we're talking about today is kind of a mix of things because there's a podcast going on, but there's also a sort of road to Washington, D.C. going on. There's like two things going on here. Am I getting that right? Absolutely getting it right. Okay, talk us through it, Jackie. So the Saugus Marching Centurions have gone through an incredible amount of adversity over the past few years. And all the parents of these kids, these marching uh, musicians and color guard, they volunteer in some way, shape, or form. Like we have people making props. We have people on the field. We have people uh, doing fundraising. Like name it, they do it. You have a son or a daughter who went to the school or is presently going to the school? Yes. Yeah, so I have a junior. Um, his name's Brady, and he plays euphonium, which is like a mini tuba. I always have to tell people what he plays. What the um, hell is that? <laughs> exactly. Like the, the, the instruments have all these names that I, you always have to Wait, define like, for I'm, the average person. Is, what is the pronoun of the euphonium? Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Is it they, them, you? Like, what is it? <laughs> it's it's whatever you, whatever it wants to be. Um, so, so my son is in marching band. And like most of the parents there, I wanted to volunteer my time in a way that would help this organization. The whole thing is run on donations and volunteers. And as a podcaster, as a creative, I wanted to help them raise money and, you know, as as you know, storytelling is the best way to do that. And so my husband, who's an editor for Disney, and I went to the band director and said, can we tell your story of serious adversity over the past several years? Um, so much courage, so much strength, so much determination. We would love to tell the story in a way, like in an audio docu-series type of way, so that people who listen might feel inspired to donate money to help them on their journey to Washington, D.C. Which, by the way, like, the band for a while was not good. <laughs> it was, it, it, they struggled. There was like four different band directors in five years. There was no consistency. They had gone through, you know, they missed champs one year due to wildfires. There was a, a, a deadly school shooting, which was absolutely tragic um, like I said, the 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 constant turnover of band directors, like these kids were a little bit lost. And there was something about a couple of years ago after COVID, where it just like something clicked into place. And you could see that after all that they had been through, that they were coming out on the other side of it, and that there was a lot of hope. And so Jeff and I were like, we want to tell this story. And we want people to know about it so that they can support this band through everything that they want to do. Raquel, in on a more serious note here, you know, Jackie and I, when we went to school, completely different world. We never dealt with school shootings. Um, we never dealt with COVID. We did deal with two things, Jackie. One is, I think you probably did too, we used to have to have those those. Remember the nuclear uh, bomb? And we had to hide under the desk routine. Do you remember that silliness? Oh my gosh, I don't. I don't recall that. It was when I was kindergarten, first grade. We used to have to tuck huh. ourselves under our desk. It was like preparing that Russia was going to hit us with a nuclear bomb because you know that little wood desk, Raquel, 
That was going to protect yeah. me from a nuclear bomb, apparently. Right. That's <laughs> right. going to be that's going to be my savior right there. But the second right. thing we had to deal with uh, in New Jersey and on Long Island was Skylab. Now, Skylab was a scientific laboratory that was circling the Earth, and it was coming down on us all during the 1970s. Do you remember this, Raquel? Uh, or oh, Jackie, Jackie, no, not you, Jackie. Do you remember the Skylab? It, I it, do not. Oh my God! So this was such an. This East, was not something we talked about in Boston. Such an East Coast, such a New Jersey thing. We were all afraid that either Skylab was going to land on our house because they said it's coming down, it's coming down, <laughs> or Bigfoot was going to get us. These are the issues that we dealt with. These are not big issues. Raquel, what is it like to get hit as hard as you guys have gotten hit? And still have music be something that gives you life. Oh, it, I mean, it was it was definitely it was definitely really really hard. Because um, as a freshman, um, the shooting actually happened three months into the school year in in November. So that was not only like my first, obviously like huge tragedy like that, um, but it was also like my first experience of high school, kind of. So it was just, it was really scary. And I was in the band room at the time that it happened. I was playing my instrument. And so I couldn't hear anything. I just found out through kids coming in that it looked like they had like seen a ghost, like they were terrified. And so that's how I found out. I couldn't hear anything. So to really um, play my instrument again after that was really, really difficult because I was always paranoid that something was going to happen and I wouldn't hear it again or just, just, I mean, it was connected to such a bad memory, but it was also the thing that helped me out of it because once I was able to process everything and talk to my friends and everybody else that was in the band room with me, you know, we all like bonded and supported each other through that. But it was also, it also helped me to get back into my music because some people were just like, you know what, it's helping me. Practicing is helping me doing maybe like a scale or two a day that's helping. So it, the people and the music brought me back. It brought me back to where I was before, or maybe not even actually not where I was before. It just, it, it healed me. So I became a different person, but for the better because of my music. What are you playing in the marching band? Are you playing violin there? I play the the trombone um, in marching band. Well, this year I was the drum major, the student conductor, the one that's waving their arms on the podium. Nice. Yeah, it's I love it so much. But before that, for three years, I was a trombone, the slidey one. I was going to be really <laughs> impressed if you were marching and playing the violin. But since you're only marching and tromboning, not as impressed. <laughs> Let me be honest. Not as, yeah, I know. I Well, I did once. Like, did you really? I did actually march a violin on the field. That would be hard to do. It was interesting. Um <laughs> Can I can I jump in sure. too? Because not only is Raquel the drum major and plays multiple instruments, she's also a champion, a world champion Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, fighter and uh, Miss SC, Miss Teen SCV up here in Santa Clara. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. She's well-rounded. I do many things. That's good. And I'm hoping that came with some scholarships, did it? Um... Who do I have to talk to, Raquel, to get some scholarships? <laughs> I don't. Well, jujitsu is actually not really a well-known sport, so a lot of there's. I don't think there's many like. Actually, I can't even think of a college that has a jujitsu like competition team. And then, 
pageants i this is the first year that i won like a regional queen title so i was never i never got the scholarships before nice okay well we're gonna make that happen for you (laughs) now in the process of the year we're we're talking about you all trying to make your way to washington dc what's happening in washington dc why is that the goal jackie so after championships last year um that by the way they hadn't made it to champs in like a, a long time um they uh they landed in fifth place and someone had seen their performance and also just knew of them and their determination and their grit and reached out to the band director and invited the whole band and color guard to march in the 2023 national memorial day parade and um, that someone is- was Reba Mac. No, who, was it? Was it when you say someone? Just so we know, is it? Was it somebody who was uh, affiliated with the event with itself? The yeah, yes, okay. it was somebody. There's there's an organization, and he uh, represents that organization, and reached out to the band to, to ask. Um, and so my whole thing, and you know everybody's whole thing. Like I, I, I am not officially a representative of this organization. I'm just a proud parent. I'm the podcast producer. Um, Raquel can certainly tell you more. But one of the things that I cannot say enough is the entire organization was invited. But right now, only the kids who can afford it are going. And that seems wrong. Well, you're a parent, you're a supporter. And in a way, you're also a stalker, because you decided (laughs) to make a podcast out of this. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Raquel, were you were you previously listening to any podcasts before this person came to you and started recording? You? <laughs> I, I listened to a few. I wasn't really like a big podcast person. You know, I went to Spotify for like, for my music, never really podcast. I listened to like one maybe, and I don't think I even finished it. But I mean, I love them now. I love like just listening to like interviews and stuff and it's it's really fun doing them i really enjoy it so jackie what is the name of your podcast and how did you decide on the name well the name of the podcast is saugus marching centurions road to washington which i think is kind of self-explanatory <laughs> <laughs> it's like i had this epiphany in my sleep one day right right you know? <laughs> um we just wanted it to be direct you know we wanted to use um just make it about the kids. Like, you know, I'm sitting here talking. I always invite, if anyone asks me to talk about the podcast, which I'm so grateful that you did, I always say, Raquel, you have to come with me because she is the representative of this group. She's, she's phenomenal. Um, But I, like you said, I'm a stalker and I can't say enough about these kids and what they are capable of doing. And I really want to help in a meaningful way to help get them there. And when you say you're doing this show, because like we are, we, we have a new show every Wednesday. That's our show. It's kind of an interview show. It's a back and forth like we're doing. Your show is is how many? How often do you do it? And and yours is a little more uh, hands on. You're physically going there and talking. Yeah, and you know I'd never done a podcast like that before. Um, just not only having sit down interviews with student leadership and some parents and the band director but also following them around all season to their competitions, getting their reactions. And and at one point I was actually on the field with the prop crew running across the field with my little H6 recorder and 
just being right there, it's really changed the way I see marching band. Because, you know, I think it's easy. Like, listen, I I, I was in Color Guard one year because when I was a, a teenager, because it was a year that I was in between my cheerleading. So I was a cheerleader for like my whole childhood and then in high school, but in junior high, I did one year of Color Guard. And, you know, I don't know about you in New Jersey or Long Island, but it, it it's not necessarily something that's well-respected and revered. And the way, like seeing it up close and how this actually is run and how it works, I think every person should, should be in marching band at one point in their life. It is, it's a phenomenal um, activity, you know? And, and if you're a parent who's listening, the cool thing is like, if they tell you your kid is going on at 5.06 PM on the field, you better be there because at 5.06 p.m., your kid is on the field. And I have another kid who's in track where I could go at 8 a.m. and I'm not home by 6 and I maybe caught their event because I'm like running around the field trying to find them. Like marching band is a really great thing to parent. Like it's a great activity when your kid is in it. <laughs> That's all amazing because I was in the winter track. I Raquel, I decided it was a great idea in New Jersey in the middle of the winter to join winter track, you know, where you run outside <laughs> oh. in the ice cold freezing <laughs> That was a really genius idea of mine. I want to say, good one, call, Steve. yeah, good call on my part. One thing I want to say really quickly that if I was ever a cheerleader, which I wasn't, I would immediately go to uh, bring it on. That's all right. That's okay. You're going <laughs> to pump our gas someday. Still my favorite cheer of all time. Raquel, what is it like for a stalker? I mean, Jackie to come to you <laughs> and put you like, record you do you how comfortable with you were you when it started and have you become more comfortable with it or how does it feel well it's funny because well yes she does follow me around everywhere but (laughs) (laughs) but the first time that I had met her obviously like I knew um Brady her son I'm we're pretty we're pretty cool friends like Brady he's really cool Uh, but I had never met his parents and then I think at band camp I think that, that was the first time that I was interviewed for the podcast I was aware that it was happening but that was also my first introduction to her and so I think yeah like this this one morning in band camp she came up to me she was just like hi so we're um can I interview you for the podcast I was like uh yeah but who are you because <laughs> like I, that was the first time that we had met she was like oh I'm Brady's mom I'm like oh okay but so at first I was like this is interesting for I've never done it before I don't know who this who this woman is but she's really nice but I definitely over time I've gotten more comfortable if anything I'm like the last few competitions I was like looking for her I was like where's the podcast where's the podcast I need to tell them something like this it's just it's just fun and it's fun to I like when it's like group like interviews like where we can just talk and the microphone's just there because you get to really see like the bonds and how much we like each other in band and just like the amazing bonds and friendships that we have. It's just really fun to listen to and to be a part of. You will see as you get older and you keep growing, there's going to be a shift because like all the adults suddenly, we had to call all the adults like Mrs. Young and Mrs. Rubin and Mrs. Hunter. They all start saying to you, no, 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 you're an adult now. So call me Susan, call me Nancy, call me Liz. And you'll still be calling them Mrs. Young, Mrs. Hunter, Mrs. (laughs) Because you're just, you can't, like they're always that person. And the thing you probably realized already, Raquel, is we don't know really any more than you know. 
Like we put on a pretty good front, Jackie and I do. Sometimes. Sometimes. So every now and then we know a few more things from failing badly at it ourselves. But we're always so inspired. I'm always so inspired by everyone's kids and especially the artistic kids. And it's just the coolest thing to me. So on that note, Raquel, do you see this as a as a future lifetime endeavor where musicals stay in your life? Do you want to have a musical career? Oh, it'll definitely stay in my life. Um, I don't think I will go into music like professionally, but it'll definitely be something that will stay in my life because it's been basically a part of my whole life. I mean, since I was four years old, I can't really remember a time when music hasn't been a part of who I am. So I definitely want to keep that in my life. And I want to do um, early childhood education. So I want to like show kids how great music is. So I, I, it's definitely going to follow me into my future and like my future family. My kids will most likely be playing some instruments just because <laughs> not only is it a good outlet, it's just really fun. It's really, really fun. So Jackie, what happens next? When is Washington? What is the path to get there? What's the timeline? So it's Memorial Day of next year, the parade. Um, We are doing a seven episode limited series. Um, We're working on episode six right now. So there are five of them that you can binge. Um, And then once we get to DC, we'll also be following them around there. And just that whole experience, and we'll do a bonus episode then. And and you know what? You never know. Well, as they prepare, maybe we'll we'll do some bonus episodes in the meantime. But the particular the seven, you know, initial episodes are all about this season, their fight to get back to championships, their um, their mission to do one better. Like I said, oh, last year, I think earlier I said fifth place. Um, Wait, Raquel, you came in sixth last year, right? Yeah, last year was yeah, sixth sorry. place. Yeah. Last year they came in sixth place uh, in Southern, Southern California. So the goal this year um, is to be to come in fifth place. And so you'll have to listen to see if they hit that goal. <laughs> that is not the goal. The goal is to come in first place. I need to go down there and start cracking some heads together. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that because... Many people are like, just do one better, just do one better. And Raquel, you know, yeah, the, the jujitsu <laughs> fighter is like, let's go for first. Yeah. And, so, and I was like, yes, high-fiving her the whole time. Well, I interviewed this woman named Jihoon uh, from Keys to Success in Newark, New Jersey. It's a show we had a, a couple episodes back. And she teaches uh, piano uh, specifically to inner city kids in Newark. And we were talking and she was saying, oh, yeah. So she was telling me all about taking the kids to concerts. And these are black and brown students seeing mostly Asian and white kids up on the stage performing. And so we were talking about that. And I said, oh, so you were thinking she meant, oh, we're taking them to see the performances. And she's like, oh, no, I'm taking them to be in the performance. That's the goal. And then she says, and to win the performance, they will win. And I was like, oh, my God. And she started laughing. I said, wow, you have some, you're sounding like every parent ever. Um, now there's, I love it. Of course, why not? Go for the gold. Now, listen, there's something else going on here, too, because there is a GoFundMe page. So who's going to tell me what the GoFundMe page is about and what the goal, I know what a goal of a GoFundMe page is, but why should we give our hard-earned dollars to help these wonderful people make it all the way to Washington? Tell us about that. 
Well, I'll jump, I'll jump in if that works. Um, I mean, just hearing Raquel just for a couple of minutes, you can hear how incredible she is. She's a special, amazing, talented young woman. There are, you know, dozens of others. I think there's almost 80 kids. How many kids, Raquel, in the group? There's 89 kids. 89 kids in this group who um, were invited to come in, in March. But it's not realistic to think that parents can just write a $1,500 check because right, yes, right. per student, that's how much it costs to, to participate in this once in a lifetime opportunity. And so a GoFundMe was set up to help all of the families, but more importantly, the ones who say, yes, I want to go, I want to do this, but they're struggling right now to figure out how they're going to do it. And Raquel, what would it mean to you for this GoFundMe to hit its goal? I mean, it would mean everything. This is like the greatest honor that you could receive as a, like one of the greatest honors you could receive as a marching band to be performing in your national Memorial Day parade. That's it's such an incredible accomplishment. So for all of us to go and just experience this, not only this parade, but the sights of Washington, D.C. and understanding like history because we get to also visit um while we're on this trip a lot of museums and memorial sites so it's just not only is it a good path for our music education it's just also a good path for our um education as citizens so it's just really important to us that we get to show our talent and our accomplishments walking the streets of Washington, D.C., but it's also just a really fun and I think important experience for us. And a lot of these kids have not been out of California. I mean, Raquel right. herself. <laughs> Never been on a plane. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> this will be my first time on a plane, which is pretty, it's, it's that's crazy to me. And I like that you just said this will be my first time because you s put it out there. If you see it, that it's going to happen, yes. make it happen, that you have yes. to do that. Or, that's my, that is my life lesson. <laughs> Just visualize <laughs> you put it. it. Out there, it'll happen. Exactly. Visualize it. Think yes. it. Say it that it's already happening because your brain is the most powerful thing in the world. And there are so many times. Listen, if I can meet, and Jackie will laugh, if I can tell myself as a little kid that someday I will meet the bionic woman, Lindsay Wagner, <laughs> and I wound up bumping into the bionic woman, Lindsay Wagner, when I was 40-something years old, then anything is possible, people. <laughs> Anything is possible. Jackie, where do people find your podcast first? Well, if they are already a podcast listener, you can do a little search on your favorite podcast app, Saugus Marching Centurions Road to Washington. Um, actually, if you just put in Saugus, it's, it'll, be, it'll pop up. It'll pop up. Yeah. So but all of the, the GoFundMe and the podcast and all of that can be also found at saugusband.com. So there's at least one place that you can remember and go and check it out there. But it's like I said, it's on all the podcast platforms. That's great because I was going to ask where the GoFundMe lives and you have your own website, which is perfect. Yes. We close these shows with two questions. They can go back to anything we've already talked about or anything you want to say. Jackie, I'm going to start with you. Raquel, you luck out because you hear the question. You can think about it. <laughs> Jackie, who inspires you? Oh, my goodness. Well... I have to say that this group inspires me, obviously, because 
you know what it's like to produce a podcast. You know the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into putting something out there that you're proud of. And it's a lot of work. And every single second of it has been so rewarding because this this group of kids is so inspiring. Raquel, who inspires you? It's, uh, it's hard to choose like one person. So many people inspire me. I've met so many great people, but I guess I would, I would have to say um, my parents. Just They have worked really, really hard in their life to get to where they are. And so I, I, I just want I want to do the same thing as, um, as a Hispanic young woman. It's really important to me to be able to share my story and show that, show other minority girls that you can follow your dreams and you can do whatever you want. Be confident in yourself. Have great people around you, and it's possible. Like anything is possible. I got that from my parents. God, I wish I had your confidence. Oh my God. I wish I had your confidence when I was your age. Seriously, right? I mean, you should have seen me. <laughs> I shaved half my head. I had half a shaved head. Let's not even kid ourselves. I had giant long, long hair in the back, flock of seagulls. Uh, you'll know that reference, Jackie. Flock of, of seagulls bangs in the front, and I shaved the entire left side of my head. I did it right before my brother's one of his biggest recitals at Boston University. And he was like, why did you do that? I'm like, oh, I don't need any attention. I'll just shave <laughs> half my head. There's nothing nothing to see here. Okay, the last question is not a question. I'm going to start with you again, Jackie. Give you a minute, Raquel, to think about it. It's simply a way to finish a statement. And this is the statement, tell me something good. Well, I'm going to I'm going to turn this back on you Steve because the questions that you've asked Raquel and myself are so thoughtful and and come from such a place of like I can feel your passion for good in the world. I can feel that you want to make an impact and this is like one of the best things we've done <laughs> together, right, Raquel? That where, where yeah. it it just feels like a positive and I've been listening to your show ever since I learned about it and so I'm just I'm just turning it back on you. Oh, thank you. Well, your 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 insane sister-in-law, Pamela McDougal. <laughs> yes. Again, yet another McDougal stalker. Um she's the one who hooked us up and <laughs> yes, she was thank on you, here. Pam. Yeah, she was on here with her husband and with um Oh shoot, my goodness. Uh forgive me. I'll have to edit this part, but they came on to uh <laughs> was do it the with wall with Mary? No, it was for the Wall of Hope. And I can't think oh. of her name. It'll come to me in a second. But there were three okay. of them that we had on that was like a more than, my goodness, was like more than a year and a half oh, ago. Oh, Kim. It was Kim. Kim. Yeah. Yes. She was on here with Kim doing the Wall of Hope. Yeah. And yes, and we've stayed pretty close. She's she's an awesome person. Everything she does with Operation Freedom Pause is amazing. Just right? amazing. Yes. I mean, the the work they do there to help people with, you know, it's it's veterans and people with disabilities and and pairing them up with rescue dogs. It's just mind-blowing, the work they do. And I'm so glad- um, they get the attention that they deserve. And I'm so glad we all fall in the same world and realm. This is awesome. Raquel, you get to close the show. No pressure. This is like the SATs. No pressure. <laughs> I scored well, it. I don't know how to follow that. I know, right? I scored a 910 on my SATs, people. Let's not even get started. Okay. Uh, how I ever got into <laughs> college, I don't know. Uh, Raquel, tell me something good. Well, this band is an incredible community. So like that is that is my something good. It's it's them. I love 
the friendships that I've made in the band. I've loved the way that my music career has grown and developed that they are like, they're my second family. So it's them. I, I love them so much. I love my best friends who I've met in band, um, the leadership that I've had the privilege of working with this year. I have two amazing assistant drum majors who have become very, very close friends. So just the bonds and relationships that I have made because of marching band. Thank you, Raquel and Jackie, for sharing your good go show the Saugus Marching Centurions some love and support by helping their dream come true this Memorial Day in Washington, D.C. Next time on World Gone Good. One year ago on February 24th, it began. On this holy night, not all is calm, not all is bright in Ukraine. The intense fighting continues. The Ukrainians who are uh, holding the line on the Eastern Front where I was have had to endure um, great hardship. Russian President Vladimir Putin saying Russia is ready for talks to end the war in Ukraine. Mark Fisher and Mike Banker are two of the good forces behind Human Unity, a global mobilization in support of Ukraine. The answers are all pretty simple. You know, like we've talked to people in, in Poland and France and the Czech Republic, and it's like when it's on your doorstep, you can't just sit there when your neighbor, you know, when someone robs your neighbor's house, you can't just sit there and, and do nothing. Human Unity is a documentary exploring the inspiring and impactful stories of ordinary people from all over the world, all walks of life, doing extraordinary things to support Ukraine in its David versus Goliath stand against Russia. I had the honor of sitting down to talk with these filmmakers, and I can't wait for you to hear their stories of courage, resilience, and hope. Until then, be good. <laughs>